Hello and welcome to another episode of Compliance Bites. This is our sixth episode in the series. I'm delighted to uh, welcome Elizabeth Thompson, who's a compliance officer, has seen more than 100 firms in their regulated activities. And we're going to talk today about being hosted, which is a big topic, which has been very interesting to both UK and EU participants now with the changing rules of Brexit. So first of all, welcome Liz. Thank you for having me. Pleasure. I heard you had a cat somewhere, so let's hope that he or she does show up on camera at some point. <laughs> I promise he'll make an appearance at the end. <laughs> um, what does hosting mean? So hosting, it can mean a lot of things. Um, when we refer to, to hosting, generally speaking, it, the, the nature of it is a firm who is um, regulated here in the UK, it's FCA regulated, who can lend a set of permissions um, to an individual or at times a firm um, to perform a certain set of regulated activities. Within our world of hosting, the activities that we tend to focus on is advising, arranging, so arranging deals and investments, making arrangements with a view of engaging into transaction, and um, also investment management. Then there's another set of hosting where you can manage funds as well. So generally speaking, that's what we refer to as hosting. The, the, the language in England is uh, appointed representative. So can an appointed representative manage assets? An appointed representative is not permitted to manage assets directly. So an appointed rep will typically be um, registered with the purpose of engaging in investment advice, of arranging deals and transactions, which in Lehman terms means anything like fund distribution, essentially connecting party A to party B with the purpose of engaging um, into a financial instrument. If an appointed representative does want to explore the world of management, there's two options. Either they can get their own FCA permission, um, which can be um, discussed later down the call, or um, they can inquire to their hosted platform if the hosting platform or principal firm, which is the right term, um, has the relevant permissions to ask the principal firm to act as an investment manager. So what happens then? The, the, the staff of the firm that wants to be hosted is lent to the asset management company? Yeah, the, the model is that of secondment. So the appointed representative um, will typically second the individuals who will undertake the portfolio management to the principal firm. These persons would then um, get the, the labeling of a certification function staff member. Um, and what that means is that the firm, being the principal firm, takes full responsibility for the actions um, and the activities of those individuals. So, so in short, if I recap, you can either be hosted to advise or arrange, and often that's done via the appointed representative system in the UK, or you can be hosted directly into the principal firm as seconded employee, as it were, or staff member, to manage assets or to manage or sub-manage a fund. Exactly. And why do you see people preferring to be hosted as opposed to being regulated directly? 
just hinted that FCA regulation sounded a bit. It is a, a very common conversation um, to to have, um, especially internally, before you make the decision to pursue appointed representative status or to pursue your own FCA authorization. The key difference here is that appointed representatives, um, the registration process in itself is much shorter and simpler. The manpower, the presence that you need in the UK is slightly different. Um, so appointed representatives, they do need some presence in the UK, but they don't need to really have somebody based here 24-7. Um, and the last key bit is financials. So how much money do you need to become an appointed representative versus how much money do you need to be fully authorized in your own right? And the difference is massive. When when you are trying to become FCA authorized, I mean, now we have the IFPR, which is the investment firm prudential regulation. Um, that will mean that at a bare minimum, you should have at least um, 75,000 pounds as, as either share capital or as base capital, as they call it. Um, and you will need to satisfy a set of, of criteria that is becoming increasingly complicated. Whereas with the appointed representative, there isn't a minimum base capital requirement, but there is a, an obligation which can at times be simpler to attain to, um, to maintain yourself as solvent and liquid. So in effect, if you want to get into business, how long would it tend to take to be directly regulated, and how long would it tend to take to be hosted? To become an appointed representative, um, nowadays it takes anywhere from nine to potentially 12 weeks' time, and that is to get um, usually the, the principal firm and the individuals approved. Sorry, the, the, sorry I'll repeat that. And that would be to get um, the appointed representative firm and the individuals approved. Um, to pursue the, the, the management side of hosting, that is very much discretionary to how long it takes you and your hosted firm um, to agree all the different legal bits and bobs. There is a one month that you should allow to get the fund registered. But all in all, it, the process should rarely take more than six weeks total. Um, however, to pursue your own FC authorization, that can take anywhere from six to 12 months. And that is from the stage that the FC acknowledges your application as being fully completed, which, again, has its own waiting times attached to it. OK, so possibly faster to be hosted, although... I understand there's been some changes, and, and you mentioned or referred to 12 weeks plus. Um, was it faster before, and has that changed? It was traditionally much quicker to get the um, appointed representative set up in place. To give you some perspective, the entity used to take anywhere from one to two weeks to get approved, and then the individuals would also follow from one to two weeks as well to get approved. The, the the entity application is is very straightforward and and most um, hosting platforms and principal firms will sympathize with that. It is just a vetting exercise for the most part for the FCA to check if the company exists and just to have it registered as an appointed rep as such. Um, 
but for a variety of reasons, um, the, the FCA has um, recently released a statement to say that these applications um, can take anywhere from 9 till 12 weeks, 12 weeks being their sort of statutory limitation on how soon they aim to respond to these submissions. But the FCA has been more thorough, and um, that could be the result of various um, things we've seen happening in the market. Maybe it's worth just touching on that. So do you think this is a result of the uh, David Cameron uh, scandal um, where he was acting for an appointed representative of a hosted platform called Greensill? It, it could be a result of, of that, which has um, encouraged the FCA to perhaps give itself more time in reviewing these applications, conducting more... Um, in-depth background checks. Um, I mean, n none of this is in writing, but, but it could be also a variety of reasons as to why the FCA is taking longer than usual. Greensill could be a contribution to the applications needing more thoroughness from the FCA's perspective. But we also have had a lot of regulatory changes happening um, on the FCA front. And I think it's important to consider that just as, as we operate a company, the FCA is also a company. It has to take care of staff. Staff turnover is always um, an issue, generally speaking. But when when you have new coming regulations in play, th there is an anticipation that a lot of staff will need to be reallocated to those teams to make sure that all firms, not just appointed representatives, um, are informed and that investor protection and client protection continues being at the forefront of, of the FCA's um, duties. So it's all, all good improvements and it'll probably make the industry stronger. Uh, based on that, uh, or unrelated perhaps, what are the expectations that uh, a hosted firm should have in terms of regular monitoring or what's expected of them? So the, the expectation should be um, to comply, for, for lack of better words, with um, the guidance and, and the support that the principal firm aims to, to provide to you. So what that means in practice is um, the, the principal firm will provide you with its own compliance manual, its own compliance precedents. Each principal firm will have its own risk assessment on the appointed representative, its own methodology on how to um, abide by that risk assessment. So what you should expect as a new coming appointed representative is um, to meet regularly with your principal firm, to have regular conversations about what you're doing, um, general checkups on whether your understanding of the compliance procedures is correct, um, and perhaps on a more static and, and, and more um, formal reporting basis, you will need to submit certain um, reports to your principal firm containing perhaps personal account dealing reporting, um, compliance attestations. You will most likely need to undertake um, compliance training, whether it's an industry type of training or if it's a more in-depth type of training, your principal firm will need to ascertain that at the time of onboarding. And talking about um, the activity notably around advising and arranging, a lot of appointed reps or hosted firms want to distribute products. Um, is it possible for them to distribute into the EU following the Brexit? Um, the short answer is no. So since Brexit happened, um, there there has been 
uh, a hard stop to the UK's ability to access um, Europe. Some countries have reciprocated equivalents um, with the UK. This is uh, Luxembourg, Belgium has the same approach. Um, whereas many others continue either operating under what is referred to as the temporary permissions regime um, or are awaiting for a withdrawal agreement to to be concluded and, and, and to touch on, on financial services. Not, not much luck there. <laughs> it's going to be a while. <laughs> Uh, what about what about um, firms in the EU wanting to work in the UK? Have you seen a demand there for hosting services? Because how do they access the UK market? There, there is a very increasing demand, especially now that we're seeing um, many TPRs coming to an end. Um, this is Europe to UK. Most TPRs will come to an end around 2022. Um, and what the FCA has proposed to those firms who have submitted such TPR is to either seek their own FCA authorization um, or to inform the FCA of what they intend to do if they don't pursue such authorization. So, of course, a much simpler model, which many regulated firms in, e in the EU have been looking at, is the appointed representative model, simply because it gives them a much um, simpler solution and a much quicker solution um, than it would be for them to pursue their own FCA authorization. It sounds uh, like you've got a growing business, therefore. Very much so. It is uh, a big demand that, that we're seeing, and the, the numbers are increasing in, in inquiries there. So we, we do expect for a large portion of European firms to come um, come into the UK as appointed representatives. Perhaps as a, as a last question, going back to asset management and fund management. So if I understood correctly at the beginning, what you're saying is that a hosted firm, which can be hosted but not necessarily be an appointed representative, could be the sub-investment manager of a Luxembourg or Irish fund, for example? That is correct. So that is an option for the principal firm in this case to undertake. Um, the principal firm would appear as the delegated manager, for instance, um, and would take over the responsibility of managing a portfolio or several portfolios of um, said fund. Of course, when it comes to providing the the, the actual decision-making or, I guess, the creative thinking that would stem from the person that is seconded under the platform. Um, but all in all, the vision is that um, the the principal firm should really act as a single team, meaning that there shouldn't be too much separation between the portfolio manager, the risk manager, um, and the compliance function of the firm. All, all these items need to come together for the, the, the principal firm in this case to effectively discharge its its obligations as delegated manager. And, and the principal firm presumably can also manage a fund directly as an A firm. This is something that you're also familiar with or have seen. Exactly. If the principal firm has the relevant permission profile, which either managing um, an unauthorized, authorized A, whichever it may be, it can't offer to do so under its own name. And so here, and the same principle follows here. And I guess the, the, the benefit from a being hosted point of view is, again, you get the qualifi qualification of an experienced compliance officer or, indeed, on top of that, the qualifications of an experienced risk manager, which should make your life easier, especially at the startup phase, but, but even uh, at the mid-level. 
That's right. That's right. You are joining uh, a team that is competent in its field, um, that has the, the the expertise at financial services level, um, and of course at product level. And and the the way that the second D enhances that is by attributing um, as well a, a level of product knowledge, industry knowledge, to the team. Okay, well, thank you so much, uh, Liz, for that uh, very interesting chat. I'm delighted to have interviewed someone who's uh, from a, a new world of leaders and, and a new generation of compliance officers. So your take on the industry is, is really, really good to have. Thank you.